Hey everyone, this is the Everyday Leader Podcast, where we hear from inspiring individuals building and leading teams across Africa. Today, I speak with Ife Dilapo Ogunjube from Lagos, Nigeria. Ife serves as the Head of Global Business and Partnerships at Termi, a YC-backed startup that helps businesses use messaging channels to verify and authenticate customer transactions. Ife is a result-oriented expert, experienced in business strategy, strategic partnerships, go-to-market strategy, and marketing with a successful history of developing intelligence to improve business operational planning and implementation in the highly competitive software-as-a-service industry. He has a proven track record of contributing to and managing high-value projects in both B2B and B2C companies. Ife and I spoke about his early learnings from managing interns, his experience working at Termi where their founder has built a culture of trust within their fast-moving startup team, and how he has translated his personal superpower of relationship building into a business advantage. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Ife. Welcome to the Everyday Leader podcast. Really excited to speak with you today. Welcome. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Thanks for having me. So you are calling from Lagos, Nigeria, I presume, and you are the head of global business and partnerships at Termi. Um, an African startup that we'll talk a little bit more about later. Uh, But I'd like to kick things off and just hear maybe of an early leadership experience that you had and how that has shaped how you've gone about your career and pursuing various manager roles. Great question. uh, Thank you. I think I got introduced to leadership um, at my former workplace called uh, Transition. I I actually was a marketing uh, specialist there. Uh, but the time came that we needed to, you know, to have interns um, because the the workload became pretty much, and uh, um, the the what we were doing at the time had to do with, you know, media articles, writing, and also, you know, going for trade shows and different things. So it became so much, and um, you know, um, not, I could not, and also my colleagues could not you know, uh, be the only one to handle all of that. So there was a need for us to like hire interns and, you know, several of us were assigned different interns to oversee. And so I had like, I think three to actually oversee that time. And um, and it's just, you know, opened me up and really introduced me to leadership and how you have to guide, how you have to, you know, um, you know, teach people and also the expectation and also it just showed me the importance of you know going all out for people that um you know report to you and um it's important actually because you know it's also with determined expectation uh, that they have both of you have of yourself and um, also the motivation right um being able to motivate them to do the work and providing them with resources and everything that they need to you know, be productive. And so that's just really helped me, uh, uh, you know, see leadership in a very, very good way and influencing people basically, which has to do with leadership as well. Well, so to recap that, you found yourself in kind of a very hectic role where you then needed to hire several interns to help with the workload. And that introduced you to several important leadership lessons in terms of managing and training and motivating staff. And I must admit, uh, 
working with interns can definitely be challenging. So I can see yeah. how that was a good first uh, step. I'm curious yeah. how your experience was with those interns, because in my experience, interns can be really hit or miss. In some cases, they are able to really hit the ground running and actually add a lot of value and take off some of the workload. In other cases, um, maybe it's depending on the type of role, uh, they are a bit you know, uh, slow and they require a lot more hand-holding. Uh, so what's been your experience with interns, uh, maybe you know, including that experience, but also later on? The, the truth is that you know, with interns, there's a lot of learning curve. You have to teach them and um, expectation is not so high. Uh, because, you know, it depends on how well they're able to grasp uh, some of the things that you're actually, you know, showing them and teaching them and all of that. Um, uh, and I, I, I recall that, you know, there were a couple of them that we hired even after the first batch, uh, but not all of them were retained, right? Uh, because some of them perhaps got opportunity as well. And some of them decided, oh, okay. And we also decided that, okay, these ones were good enough to retain. Uh, but like you said, you know, it's either eat or miss, and it's not just for interns, but also for full-time employees as well. Uh, but you know, with interns, basically, you just have to, you know, train them, and it's also, I, I it was important for me because it's more like um, it's foundational for them as well. So if you, if they got a good boss or uh, someone, you know, to oversee their work, uh, that's really going to help them, you know. In their career long run in the long run actually because uh they are just you know introduced to the career world and they need all the guidance that you know that would help them uh, in the future and so um uh, it's, it was very very important i mean um uh, for me and also for them and i actually had that in mind and you know it's it's really a learning call for them and um, I'm happy that I, because even till now, I still got like feedback from some of them, you know, letting me know that, you know, I really helped them. And, you know, what, what the lens from interacting with me really, you know, kind of helped them, uh, you know, to navigate the, uh, work, I mean, to navigate working in, in, in the corporate world, basically. So uh, I, I think it's just that sense of impact, right, that, you know, that I had that really helped me in interacting with them and coupled with the fact that uh, I'm a people person who likes to interact. So it's not, it's more like, you know, and it even tells with how I, you know, even manage people now, you know, you don't, you just see people first, you know, consider people first above any other thing, uh, basically. So that's been the, the story, uh, uh, you know, uh, for that. Well, you're, you're completely right that it's not just about interns, it's about any type of staff member that you need to really set it up as a win-win where they're uh, progressing in their own career and achieving their own goals uh, and yet also uh, contributing um, in a meaningful way to the team. And it sounds like you really picked that up well uh, in that early leadership role. And so uh, fast forwarding a bit now, uh, close to three years, approaching three years ago, you joined Termi, uh, which uh -huh. is a startup that was founded back in 2014. Can you tell uh -huh. us a bit more about what you, uh, what the company does and uh, how you uh, joined them? Termi is a messaging solution company. Um, it's actually in the CPaaS space. Uh, CPaaS is communication platform as a service. Uh, so what we do is we help 
businesses to connect, uh, you know, seamlessly, uh, you know, with their customers across different platforms like, you know, SMS, WhatsApp, uh, and voice, and sometimes email and all of that. And so, and, you know, communication is very, very pivotal to businesses and uh, that's what we do. And also we do it, um, you know, also it's important in terms of verification, you know, authentication of customers transaction you know you want to send out otp verify your customers transactions these are things that we you know are we do and we serve the african market primarily of course it's a global company but our primary market is in africa so uh we have doubled down on that and i think we've been successful um then also you know talking about how i joined i think i joined um just before we we joined, um, we became YC backed. Uh, I think our fund, I mean, the two founders, um, that's my boss, Bolade Manuel and Awel, the CTO, were going for, yeah, we're going to the United States that time um, for uh, the pitch at YC. And, you know, he needed someone to just come and oversee the team while he was away. And it was based off of, of that, that, you know, he told me to join. And I was, I mean, I was happy because I've been looking forward to joining a startup, uh, you know, in tech, specifically in tech to, you know, uh, we, we all know that tech in Africa, you know, became, you know, something that, that uh, it started, started growing at a rapid rate at the time that I joined. So it was really, really exciting for me and challenging. So, I think at that time we were just five, and I needed to oversee that team. Uh, it's you know it opened me up to to another level of leadership. And when when I joined, you know, I because working in such a startup, you have to you know do different things. Do um, you know sometimes jump on on customer service while you're doing marketing, while you're doing um, um, a business development and other other things but it was quite exciting and i think i was pretty much you know shaped into who i've become now um uh, so uh and again of course i was reporting directly to i mean i still report directly to uh the ceo uh and you know just giving him feedback and also um we try to hire more people after that and um, the, the the tremendous growth with with hard uh you know after i joined has been you know something i'm proud of and i'm happy about as well that's that's great to hear and uh definitely one of the ways to fast track a career is to kind of join a a rocket ship of a of a startup and it sounds like you joined termi at a great time right as they were getting to yc which is obviously a very helpful uh program and accelerant for tech startups um, and it sounds like you've also been privileged to report directly to uh, a co-founder. And I'd love to touch on that a bit more. I've heard from other guests on this show uh, about the intricacies of reporting to a founder. And I'd love to hear uh, maybe lessons that you've learned, best practices that you've developed in how you can work with a founder who uh, maybe is responsible for the vision and uh, the product and bringing in uh, fundraising and really charting the way forward and, and needing to then translate that to practical realities uh, when it comes to finding customers and responding to customers and getting the work done. So it's just very, very good. I mean, 
uh, the experience actually, you know, like I said, shift me reporting to the co-founder. Um, and uh, honestly, I feel, I feel blessed to have, you know, such a co-founder, you know, I think one of the best thing to, to have when you have a career is having a good boss who trust you, who trust you and also even able to, you know, help out and also communicate in the vision what he wants to achieve. Uh, basically, and I think I I actually find that perfectly. My boss, uh, at the time that he left, you know, there were a lot of things. I mean, even for me, I had to learn. Um, I think you know, the direction I, I've seen changes come up, and where I currently work, innovation. We have to innovate as fast as possible because it's a competitive market, and innovation is actually what sets you apart. Being able to you know ship our products, you know. Uh, listen to your customer uh, customers and being able to also uh, find a way to satisfy them. We have some things, you know, we're customer obsessed basically. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, helped us so far. Um, and so, um, you know, your question about reporting to uh, this, the co-founder, I think that, you know, it's pretty much, uh, it's been helpful because I have the, you know, the kind of co-founder that, you know, trust, trust my sense of judgment and, you know, and the truth is that, uh, you know, it's very, very uh, helpful because um, you're in an environment where you can make mistake and, you know, uh, you're encouraged to actually make the mistake because it's what helps you uh, uh, overall and, you know, you're, co you're, you're constructively, constructively corrected, uh, basically, and uh, that, that has been my case and that has actually, you know, led to my growth. And I think the environment and also the culture that we've been able to build uh, at Tamai has really helped everyone because, you know, it's not just, you know, that, you know, uh, you dare not to, not to do anything, but you dare so that you can learn and have that freedom of expression and being able, everybody is valuable, basically, you know, your opinion comes. And I, I think that's very, very pivotal uh, to every business, being able to create that environment where every single person has the opportunity to contribute and you see what you're doing. And I think that, you know, coming from where I was, uh, I was working, um, you know, it, because it's a large organization, sometimes your impact is not easily felt, right? Um, uh, but here, um, you know, your suggestion being implemented or your ideas being implemented, you could see it and you're, it's something that you're proud of. And, you know, everybody talks about it, you know, um, uh, we elevate and also promote people that bring in, you know, suggestions. And, and like I said, what I set us aside is, is the fact that we, you know, try as much as possible to um, get closer to our customers and hear them. Feedback is very, very important. And we try as much as possible to do that well, uh, bringing them closer to us, ensuring that, you know, uh, we, we respond to them in time. And the customer experience, these are some things that uh, we emphasize. And it's as a result of the vision that the CEO or uh, the co-founder uh, have for, for the company, uh, being customer first, uh, 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 customer first company. And also, you know, uh, another thing I would like to chip in is that it's not it's a company where, you know, everybody is able to uh, to contribute. I think I mentioned that earlier. Uh, everybody is able to to contribute. So nobody, even if you're an intern, you know, there is something that you can 
you know, you can contribute to, to the company. And I think that really, really helps uh, people when you see that you're contributing positively uh, to the growth of a company. And I think that's been the experience and working directly with the co-founder has really helped. Uh, I think, you know, over time, we've developed like a good relationship. Uh, that relationship, you know, that even make you see that this person is interested in you beyond work uh, really helps. And also it kind of creates a pattern because, you know, I think uh, I've forgotten the person that says um, people are not interested in what you know, but how much you care about them. And it's important as well because you're dealing with people and they go through different issues. And you've got to be that kind of leader that shows empathy. And I saw it in my in my boss. And also I'm able to, you know, to kind of, you know, do the same because, you know, he's interested in sometimes, you know, you're just in the middle of work and he's asking you, oh, how, how's your family? I hope you're well. You know, someone that is truly, truly, truly interested in you. And that has really helped, you know, everybody in the company to want to go over and beyond uh, for the company. Uh, so that's been, uh, you know, the the experience. I, I don't know if that answers, answers your question. Absolutely. It, it definitely sounds like there's a very strong uh, culture there. Um, just touching a little bit uh, on this idea of uh, building trust uh, and the, the founder being able to trust you to get the job done and, and to, you know, be comfortable making mistakes as you try to experiment new ways and, and push the, the boundaries. Do, do you have an example uh, of something either you or another team member did maybe where they were pushing the boundaries and they maybe uh, caused some, some challenges as a result uh, and how the founders uh, or yourself reacted in a way that um, reinforced that sense of trust and um, uh, you know, collectiveness as a team uh, in order to not necessarily um, uh, close up uh, the culture? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things that you see in startups is that, you know, you try to manage costs uh, effectively and, um, you know, you don't just spend, you spend on something that is going to give you like immediate results because um, you have investors that you are reporting to. And so um, unlike what you see in bigger corporations where they have money to, you know, to even invest in something that would pay in the long run. But uh, the pressure in startup is more like, you know, immediate results, immediate results. And, um, you know, and I think one of the battles that we needed to fight at the time uh, uh, to confront at the time that I joined was more brand awareness because there is no way, um, you know, people would use and engage your product if they don't know about it. And uh, basically because um, the Nigerian market, um, you need to push that boundary. You need to be able to, uh, you know, put yourself out there and or even understand where your customers are, 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 you know, are and how you can meet, where you can meet them as well. And I think that one of the, uh, mistake that I would say that you know, uh, um, you know, one of the one of the issues or the mistake that um, I made or we made at the time was also you know investing heavily in one of one event. Uh, I think it happened during COVID, right? Uh, we needed to do like an event, a virtual event, and you know, we we spent a lot of money on the virtual event. Uh, but eventually, uh, the results that we got wasn't so much. Uh, uh, people didn't engage, and you know, it's it's a lot of money at the time. Uh, I I mean, I felt you know 
when given the report, it was as if you know uh, their expectations were high, but we didn't we didn't actually meet the expectation. But um, as 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 the founder actually took it, of course, you know, he explained that okay, this kind of thing, perhaps it's a lesson because from every mistake, and that's what the culture has been. Uh, for every mistake, um, you know, there is always a lesson to be learned. Uh, perhaps you know, online events, uh, virtual events are not so productive like that, like um, in-person events. And we we got that lesson, and you know, it made us even cut back more on on that and also to just double down on the in-person events which has been working for us and so collaborate and partner uh with with uh with um people i mean companies that approach us for for events and of course we need to know if it's actually in line with what we do which is very very important as well so uh that's been the case and i think you know uh, and also if you're working in a product uh you know sensitive um um industry like ours uh, where you know customers will come and tell you that this is not working and perhaps one of the product manager made a mistake with something um you know what you can do is basically to you know to correct and to you know to learn from 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 from, from the experience and but that that example that i gave earlier was just a major one was one of the things that actually made me feel comfortable that okay this the, uh, my boss trust and also he, there is a tone is trying to set in the company to ensure that people are comfortable to learn and also, you know, uh, make mistake and learn from it immediately and move on, uh, basically. And I, I believe that it's one of the things that make make everyone to, you know, to be happy to to contribute to the company, uh, uh, basically. Fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing uh, those concrete examples. I now want to discuss a little bit your experience moving within the company to different leadership roles. So you started as uh, the head of marketing and business development, and then just after a few months moved into a VP of business and strategic partnerships, then moved yeah. again to the Nigeria country manager role, and then most recently have been in a head of global business and partnerships role. So how have those moves come about? And how, uh, what has been your mindset really as you shift into this new role? How do you make sure that you are properly adjusting your day-to-day and your mentality to succeed in each of those roles as, you know, as different they, they may be? Okay, yeah. So like I said, in a startup, um, you've got to do different things, work cross-functionally, um, also do different things even beyond your jd your job description um so at the time that i joined of course um i had the title of head of marketing uh but i was doing way way beyond that and i think that uh, you know as we began to grow uh you know um you know i just decided to move more in the place of my strength and you know at the time you know from head of marketing i became vp of business and partnerships uh, which was very, very also needed at the time uh, because, you know, as soon as we got some people to actually take up that role of marketing uh, and all of that, I just needed to, like, you know, um, narrow it down to uh, the my core and also the core need of the company, uh, basically, my strength and the core need of the company because it has to really align. And uh, navigating that, I think also when a company, uh, even currently at Tamai, um, you know, someone can be at customer support and you see that this person is, could be 
have potential to be very, very good at business development, and you just remove the person to, and uh, of course, it has to align with the person's career path. Uh, but I will say overall that this has really helped me a lot, uh, you know, learning, because at the time that I joined, it was, there were a lot of things we need to, you know, we needed to redefine in terms of customer retention. We needed to even work on customer acquisition, customer retention, and all of that. And I think that what we it did, uh, you know, uh, to me was also setting processes, um, you know, uh, setting processes for the person that will be taking the job after me, uh, basically, you know, uh, using of the, um, Oh, different tools to ensure that you know the person that is coming after me will find it easy, uh, basically. So th I think that's been the case um, until when I now joined. I mean, when I became the head of global business and partnership, because uh, you know uh, we were growing at a very rapid rate, um, you know, and we needed to interact with you know vendors, customers, and partnership is one core thing that we do, uh, you know, in our industry. And so, uh, you know, my my boss just said, nobody else can actually do this better than than Ife, and let him just you know take up this role. Uh, of course, overseeing other parts, right? Uh, but like I said, you know, it's important to also understand the space that you're in and the startup. Um, you still collaborate with. I still collaborate with marketing because I was there. I still collaborate with. Um, um you know the products because when i was working as the country manager you have to you know oversee all parts you know i still work and oversee some parts in customer support even as of now because you know uh, i started off you know doing all of that but basically that has been uh the trajectory in my you know in my career path uh, but i've actually called for every role that i've taken I love all of it, but I think basically it's just being able to identify one strength because self-awareness is good in terms of growth, uh, one strength and to double down on it. And where I am currently, I love it so much because, you know, it has to do with expansion. It has to do with, you know, um, you know, partnership and also closing deals, uh, basically. So, which is very important to, um, you know, to, it's pivotal to revenue growth and how the company would also be perceived and the things that you're doing internally to ensure that, you know, the company is, 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 is doing well, uh, uh, basically. So these skills of building relationships with partners and closing deals seem to be your superpower that you've discovered. And absolutely, uh, I'm curious how you identified those and how you've harnessed them uh, to really um, embrace that skill. Oh yeah, so um, so I, I think for partnerships uh, and also business, it, it's kind of natural. Uh, I would say, um, right from when I was young, um, you know, I've had that um, trait in me to you know to kind of network and also meet people, and really that really helps. You know, I could, I'm that kind of person that you know goes to. An event and or go to a new goes to a new place and able to make friends easily, and you know this trait is very very important when it comes to you know partnerships, being able to network, uh, being able to put yourself out there, and being able to also see. So I just brought it into the corporate environment basically, and uh, and it's been really really helpful uh, because also learning learning. You know, I, I would say that I mean the clubhouse different platforms for example 
where I see potential clients. <laughs> it's funny because everywhere I go, I kind of see potential clients everywhere, you know, and it has helped me in closing deals. Um, for example, I, I would say that I'm in different, uh, you know, there is a platform called Launch Club. Uh, there is a platform called Clubhouse. Uh, there are different platforms where I actually meet people both virtually and also in person. And because I like to be out there and also the concept of business, uh, you know, I'm taking different courses to just equip myself. And I see that it actually aligns with something that I'm mostly, mostly interested in, uh, basically. So when my, 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 my boss saw that, he just said, oh, Dika is actually the, the perfect person for this role. And um it's it's been it's been awesome actually it's been awesome and it comes so natural because there's nothing as good as doing what you love and that is my case because every day i'm i'm seeing i'm tracking uh and monitoring you know how revenue is growing and coming up with you know different concepts on how we can also generate more revenue uh uh you know how we can expand to this market that our products will be much needed here uh, and all of that. So you're coming up with different concepts and it's really been helpful and closing out deals on also even mentoring people on how to close deals, all right? Because the sales team uh, reports directly to me, you know, mentoring them, showing them and seeing results. And, you know, it's so satisfying and fulfilling, uh, you know, for me. And that has been the case here. Uh, so um, it, it just come off so naturally. Of course, there are places where you need to also learn one or two things because you can't just depend on the natural traits and all of that. So, and but that has been the case. I've taken, um, you know, online courses, working online, just to be able to like, you know, get uh, broaden on my horizon and get more context on how these things are done. And of course, we, I'm still even learning because I'm someone who loves to, you know, to learn and learn and learn to get better because I feel that's very important to, uh, being on top of your game. Awesome. Earlier, you you touched on the strong culture across the wider team. Um, do you have any team members that you directly or indirectly manage at, at this point? And what are the types of uh, leadership skills that you're still trying to actively improve upon as a leader within the company? Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, I think for me, I have I have people that actually report to me, um, you know the sales team actually report to me, and also uh, in a way, I've, I've I've seen that you know being able to connect with them, it's it's important. And as a leader, um, you know I I was still telling someone recently that it's important to um, to be uh, empathetic. Uh, just of course you can get into that place of of um or what's it called now of just being seen that okay work needs to be done uh but uh, it's important to also see things from the view of other people uh basically and it's very important because if you're if you're a leader that shows empathy uh your you know the people you lead will go over and beyond for you and like i said i've seen it in my boss and i think that's why everybody actually wants to uh you know go over and beyond for for the company and also for him uh basically and uh the place of improvement would be more of being able to say no to everything because and also you know sometimes delegation can be can be huge because you know i'm that kind of person that somehow i want to 
you know, do everything. But uh, it's important and it's just important to know how to delegate tasks, uh, basically. And this is something that I'm learning every day and just properly identify the people that can do the task, right? And give them time to do the task and do it well. Uh, sometimes I just want to do it myself and uh, because I'm in that work mode uh, just to get the work done and, you know, it can be tiring sometimes. But it's not because you you don't trust others to do it, but it's just it's, you're just in that natural mode to get things done. And one of the things I'm learning more and more is to be able to delegate and also, you know, delegate and just let people do the job for you, uh, basically. And also, uh, don't take, you know, know when to say yes to people and know when to say no to people and mean it, you know, um, it, it's very, very important. And these are skills that I feel that, you know, I, I need to work more and more and, uh, and perfect. Fascinating. Well, it definitely sounds like you are being self-aware and very intentional about recognizing the importance of being an empathetic leader and, and finding ways to practice that in your role. Uh, and I know it must not uh, be easy at all times because uh, there are targets to be hit. And, and uh, I'm curious, to what degree uh, do you network with and learn from other kind of business development uh, leaders across the sector outside of your company? Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Um, so, so the way it is uh, for me is I have, I have, like I told you, I have people, I mean, I connect easily online. Um, I've met a couple of people on Launch Club, for example, even outside of my country and, you know, somehow exchanging ideas. It's really been helpful. Um, also, the people that I probably have worked with in the past or are now in other companies. Uh, I still try to connect and it's important because, you know, seeing things from other people, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's very important. It's very, it's something that you cannot, um, you cannot downplay on at all uh, if you're going to do well. And also I try as much as possible to like, you know, speak with mentors, uh, people that are in my field, uh, have, I have mentors that, you know, tell me that, okay, this, this particular um, this is the way to do it. This is the way not to do it. And also having an amazing boss also that is able to, you know, tell me, okay, uh, this, this is, this is, this is important. This is the focus for now, uh, basically. But like I said, it's, uh, I've been able to identify different platforms, um, you know, where I can meet people of like minds or people of uh, same industry. We are in the same startup space and, you know, just discuss and exchange ideas. Um, you know, and the, the truth is someone I also, you know, I have, I have a cousin who is also, who also owns a startup. I see him almost, you know, every week or, or so, and we just exchange ideas and that, that's really helped. Uh, but both in person and virtual, uh, I've been able to connect with people, uh, in different fields just to exchange ideas and learn from them. And they also learn from me. Uh, basically, then also, you know, every, I mean, for because of my field, you have to go to different events. And because uh, of that, um, you have the opportunity to meet, uh, you know, people. And there are some, uh, there are people that you meet that you just have to nurture that relationship. And I'm very, very deliberate about that. Uh, so that's, uh, that's, that's one of the things that I've really, really done because the relationship is very important to me. Uh, it's very, very important. Um, it's, it's an exchange. It's more like, you know, you give, you give, and I give to you as well. Uh, so it's, it's very important. And I've learned a lot from relationship and the opportunities uh, that come your way because you 
are able to manage relationship well. Uh, so that's been my case. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing uh, how you've gone about building uh, meaningful relationships with other professionals in the field. I think I completely agree that that's a, a very um, you know, smart strategy and very valuable strategy, both for you know, uh, contributing to your company's goals, but also just building your own professional network over time, um, no matter where you, where you go. Um, just as we start to wrap up, I'd love to hear if you have any other thoughts uh, or maybe uh, trends that you have observed, whether that's related to leadership, entrepreneurship, the future of work, um, or termy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, things things are evolving. Uh, things are evolving rapidly now, and you know, investing in oneself it cannot be overemphasized. And I think that when you work, uh, as 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 you, we all know, that you know the tech ecosystem uh, where I am in Africa is booming. And I think um, if Africa is going to develop, it's going to develop uh, because because you know we are bringing on different solutions. There are so many grants to to be, to be you know to be covered. Uh, there are so many solutions you know in terms of fintech, financial technology. We still have, you know, uh, the CPA space where I work. There are still so many grants to be, to be covered. And I believe that uh, investing in oneself really helps you to find your place, uh, basically, and identifying one's, one's, one's space and, you know, just doing everything to be the best in it um, is, 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 is beautiful. It's, it's good. It's fulfilling uh, because you get to a point actually in, in your career it's not just about doing the work alone that matters, is how impactful are you, right? What are you doing to the ecosystem? What are you doing to ensure that, you know, you're empowering others, you're empowering even organizations. And I think that, you know, we all get to that point um, where it's not just about yourself anymore. It's not about the pay. It's beyond that. It's it's also about, um, you know, investing, start with investing in yourself, then start investing in others and i think that it's important um when we become um you know a conscious of that i think that that goes a long way uh the future of work as um you know as regard the future of work and i've seen the trajectory of i think the pandemic also just you know opened us up to a new lifestyle and work work style uh, so to speak uh, you see people you know that you know, primarily are working from the office now, you know, working from home, doing hybrid, and also just somehow even working fully remote. And if, you, if you're not someone who is disciplined, uh, you can lose out, uh, basically. And uh, I just believe that, you know, one of the things you have to be able to evolve yourself and also adapt easily. And that's one thing that I've discovered that is very, very important, being able to, like, adapt easily to, you know, different environments and different situations that you find yourself. Uh, yeah, so that, that's been, you know, something uh, very important, even at this phase for me, and I, I'm sure even for, for other people as well. Well, Ife, it's been a pleasure hearing your um, reflections today and hearing about the journey you, you've been on from your initial role all the way through the, the various roles you've held with Termi as, as the startup really uh, ramps up. Um, and how you have leveraged your superpower of building relationships to 
succeed in your uh, business uh, development and partnerships role. Um, and I look forward to continuing to follow you on your journey and wishing you all the best. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it.